Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Got a project to plug? Want to advertise on the podcast? Hit me up, we'll make it happen. If you like sponsoring, let's make that happen too. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, follow us on Twitter, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was a dumpster fire for some on the runway, but this episode was anything but recycled. It's time to break down the latest episode of Canada's Drag Race, and joining me to do so, it's my favorite sin, Vanity Ray. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I mean, who doesn't love Vanity? Right. I mean, I think (laughs) it's the perfect name for anybody who's a little narcissistic. Are you narcissistic? Yeah, I mean, aren't we all? I feel like we all are. Let's be real. You're a drag queen. Of course you are. It's inherent. And even if you're not, I feel like the name allows you to do so. Absolutely. You get extra freedom. Exactly. <laughs> how, how are you? How, how are things? Good. Um, I'm still able to work from home. That's I do good. I full time when I'm not doing drag. Um, yeah, besides that, I'm spending time, the free time I do have, to put into my drag, like learning how to sew. Nice. Um, filing some wigs. Yeah, and I, a, I, what? an incredible photo series too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I needed to keep myself busy somehow. So I thought, yeah. what's free that I kind of know how to do? And I thought that was makeup. Right. Um, and I took the wigs I already had or restyled them in a little different way. And yeah, so I'm not wearing clothes in any of them. But <laughs> it doesn't really matter because it cuts off at the neck. So. Exactly. Who cares? I'm sure someone now hearing that is going to ask for the um, <laughs> censored video. Yeah, the no, 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 young cropped. So (laughs) before we jump into Canada's Drag Race, I would be remiss if we didn't discuss the results last night on Drag Race All-Stars 5. Right. How do you feel? Um, I mean, great, obviously. Everybody wanted Jay to win, I feel like. Even if you didn't, you did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was, okay, so here's the thing. Going into it, I am a diehard Miss Cracker fan. Yeah. Before I knew anything, I just, I love her. I have a signed photograph of her that I got from DragCon that I have on my vanity as I do my makeup every time I get into drag. Like, she's incredible. Like, I love yeah. her. Everything about her drag. So obviously I was rooting for her going into it. Um, but I knew Shay was gonna win. I thought she was gonna have kind of a track record like Alaska where I thought she was just gonna sweep. Sure. Once the, once the season started going on, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, anybody's game or at least I predicted the top three as well um so I thought it was any of their game and then once Cracker won the third win I was like she might win yeah but um overall I mean I'm so happy yeah me too I I'm a I mean I love Cracker I think I wanted her to succeed on her original season because I just didn't think she was getting a fair shake at it they knew they could actually like influence her mind and make her fuck up by doing what they were doing to her throughout the season. Did she deserve fifth place? No fucking way. Yeah. Um, but it, so it was, I was always like, she's the rod goddess. Like almost all of my favorites have come in fifth place. So I was like, when it's her time, she's going to win all stars. It's set. Exactly. And then you see the cast and you see Shea Collier. You're like, well, 
oh well, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, and another thing with, um, I feel like the way they pick winners for All-Stars, it's kind of like what they're doing outside of drag. Yes, yeah. So it, I was it, like, Miss Cracker could definitely win because she was doing Review with the Jew before she even was announced yes. to be on Drag Race. She's doing all these little things with Drag Race UK. Um, and Chekolay, to my knowledge, I mean, I'm not like a diehard, like, stalker, um, but she's doing a lot with Black Lives Matter movement, right. obviously. But um, in addition to that, I don't, I don't know what else she's doing besides drag, which obviously, sure. she, I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, but I feel like Ms. Cracker was trying to expand. She was doing her one-woman show. But anyway, regardless, I'm so, yeah. I'm so, so happy Shay won. Um, and also, I wanted Jujubee to win too, but I kind of have this thing where I don't root for people that they bring back a second time mm-hmm. or a third time. Um, like, I loved her as top three, but I don't think she should win just because she already had her chance. Sure. Um, and the same thing with Manila and Latrice and the same thing with Phoebe. Like, I think you had your chance. You could make it far, that's fine, but like, I don't think you should take the crown away from people who, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, they they did adjust the format when they first brought Phoebe back and it was like, okay, we're gonna play around. Um, did she have a fighting chance? Not a hell, not not a chance in hell. Yeah. Like, she was never gonna win that season. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, once you bring back Latrilla, you're like, okay, is this a new thing? And, and Manila had a very, very, very good shot at winning this. Right. Um, so now it's going to be a thing, I'm sure. I mean, maybe not, maybe not. I think we, we may have um, gone through all of the all-stars who should come back from that first all-star season. Yeah. Maybe the only one being like Tammy Brown, but I don't see Tammy Brown returning to this format of Drag Race right yeah. now. Yeah, and Raven, um, I don't think yeah. she's coming back. Well, yet. no, because she's she's too close to the show now, and I don't. And who's going to do her makeup? Right, right. That's a lie. Actually, Nikki Doll could do it. When when Nikki Doll is Nikki Doll will be hired when Raven's like I'm done. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> Nikki Doll's done a better job. Um, but ah! that's a different story. But no, I, I think we're we're also going to be moving into. I I've predicted it. I think the next season of All Stars is going to be U.S. versus international. I'm fully convinced we're oh. going to get some uk queens in here and i think we could get some canada ladies um that's a great idea because yeah. that makes it because i think the whole one of the issues with all stars is that they're they're running out of like iconic queens. sure um and i feel like that's a great way to make it more selective yeah i mean would you not want to see like let's say they actually bring back Brooklyn Heights to compete, but then they also get to have her compete against like Jimbo. Come on, that would be TV. Yeah, I would take yeah, that in like a heartbeat. Again, I would love to see. Well, I think regardless, the winner will have to be Davina DeCampo because she still got robbed and deserves that crown. Amen. But I agree. I love her Davina so much. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I think this is a great transition to now talk about this episode of Drag Race Canada's Drag Race. Apologies. Um, fun episode, interesting episode, recycled oh, episode. It was, oh my gosh, they don't have an untucked for Canada's Drag Race, but let me tell you, we got, we got it. We still oh, yes. got it. <laughs> yeah, as, as listeners of the podcast know that for UK and for um, Canada, I call it Untucked Junior, because we get that little segment where they're in uh, Untucked, but it's not really Untucked. Why they don't just do a separate one beyond me. Yeah. Anyway. We're going to go through the episode and talk about everything going on. Um, and we're going to start with after the elimination, the girls walk into the workroom to see she did not 
leave a mirror message. I told you last week, I said it didn't happen. This is historic. Anastasia did not leave a mirror message. What the fuck? Um, you know, I think, I don't think she meant anything bad by it. No, neither do I. I just think, like, um, was it Tainomi who said it? Like, she said what she said? Yeah. Was it Yeah, she said, she said what she said. She's a cunt. Um, cunt move. (laughs) But yeah, like, I just, that's never happened before. No. I know, I don't, Maybe I mean, she doesn't know how to spell. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, 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 <laughs> kidding. Um, I just think she's, I think she has that pageant background where, you know, she made her grand exit and that was that. I don't think, yeah. maybe she thought it was childish to write something, I don't know. I mean, or maybe she was a little heated, she was a little upset and decided not to write anything because what she would have written would not have been kosher. That's true. But yeah. we'll, we'll just have to ask Starzy one day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Alona asks what's going on with Boa and Bobo. And Bobo said that she's just going to tell Bobo when she's being an asshole. Um, and it seems that that storyline has finished out. We think it looks like they should be fine, though. I'm still convinced Boa and Scarlett are going to lip sync uh, against each other at, at some point. Oh. That would be such good drama. I love it. That would. Has Boa? Boa didn't lip sync yet. No, no, she hasn't. I want to know. We'll we'll discuss Boa and a bottom soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Rita says that the Toronto girls are all self-centered, and it is not Toronto's Drag Race. Okay, um, so what I love, I love is that um, I know nothing about Canada, <laughs> nor do I know anything about Canada's drag. Yeah. So I'm feeling cultured by hearing these like stereotypes, almost like that you have within the States, like a New York queen versus a Chicago queen versus a LA queen. Yeah. Like, I I mean, it's the same wherever you go. Absolutely. Like whatever country you're in, I'm sure. Um, So I love getting the insight as to what, you know, what stereotypes or what different queens from different cities are known for. Yeah, it's it's very, very, very interesting. so Rita basically is like, Toronto Queen, shut up. Let's talk about everybody else. So we get a yeah. little talking head from Kiara. Um, she's not here to be safe or be in the bottom. She's a threat. And I say, show me, because I am so unimpressed. I'm bored of Kiara. Um, I could see where you're coming from. I'm bored. Um, I, I know people don't like when you compare queens to other queens. However, I'm getting the Naomi Smalls vibe slash edit from her where i feel like she's gonna have her shining moment and people are gonna be like gagged sure i can see that but the thing is naomi smalls entered that show as a star already you like you knew she had the star quality i see kiara no shade thrown i've said it many times she is a drag wars queen she comes in looking basic and she'll still win the night because she's going to do things that the audience will love, but she's not, she's not up to the caliber as some of these other Queens right now. I agree. Yeah, I do agree with that, but I'm willing to wait and see. Yeah. I, as long as she does not last longer and knock out some of my favorites, do what you need to do, Kiara. Right. You get that screen time. Exactly. <laughs> so Rita finally takes off her 15 pound wig and I would like to try it on because I cannot in my wildest dreams imagine how that is 15 pounds. No, I mean, she was probably exaggerating. But I hope so. Ha- listen, hair is expensive. Um, well, it's also expensive, but hair is heavy. It's heavy, yeah. 
it is heavy and especially an updo like that it's probably just yeah like mm. <laughs> you would probably fall over in it uh, <laughs> My dainty self? Yes, your dainty self. <laughs> well, Priyanka is worried that the Toronto girls are dropping like flies, so she's ready to burn her wig, and clearly she's ready to burn um, Rita's wig, if that's the, the narrative that they were telling. I'm still not under sure why that was the confessional we got, but <laughs> cool. Editing. We'll, we'll talk about some weird editing tricks later, but it's yeah. a new day. The girls walk in singing other girls' lyrics from the rap battle challenge. I thought that was cute. They mm -hmm. remember things. Um, yeah, wasn't that memorable? But don't worry. I think at the, as when this season is over, um, we I just released the first Ultimate Disney Song Showdown on my podcast. I mm -hmm. think I want to do a ranking of all of the um, recorded uh, songs from all the drag races. Oh, that would be cool. Um, yeah. Not not the like just the RuPaul songs, but the ones where they had to write their own lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even though I think there is one winner, and that winner is um, Frock Destroyers, but. I'll, I'll bring a panel on so they can debate me. Okay, I disagree, so. Ah, maybe, okay, you're on the panel, uh, officially. <laughs> Tainomi, she is shaking in her panty panties. Um, she didn't care about Brooklyn giving her a final warning. She can be put in the bottom every time, and she'll send bitches home. Well. That is what we call the kiss <laughs> of death on reality exactly. TV. Do not call yourself safe, because that is the editor saying, haha, bye-bye. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, Regina. Rue has a mirror message, but we're all about Stacey McKenzie walking in the workroom and quote unquote forgetting her lines. Yeah, some of the some of these things I'm like She needs acting classes. <laughs> but just in general, I'm like, what like why? Yeah. <laughs> you know it was, it was weird. And it was one of those things where why does she need to remember her? Why why do we need to see her doing bad acting? Oh yeah, because we need her to be reinvigorated by saying, oh, pit crew and pit crew coming in. Oh, I guess, yeah. So we get 10 menses. Um, mm -hmm. Did you need a puffer like Priyanka? Um, I did. <laughs> Always. I mean, I, I'd be honest. Um, I thought she said poppers. I thought she said poppers the first I mean, time she said it. it. It's well, it still would have worked. Poppers, puffers, same thing. Yeah. What are um, puffers? Is that like, like, like Yeah, I think it's a oh. Canadian word for inhaler. Okay. Um, I hope. Um, anyway, did you have a favorite of the pit crew? Oh. Um, I have a couple in my background. <laughs> number seven's looking good. Number seven's cute. I would take number five, who currently in my background is uh -huh. without his um, shorts on. Right. Yeah, I think they're I, all very cute. I always am just um, stunned by how much they push the envelope with like they just zoom right in on there oh yeah i mean i'm sure they're um not padded but like they have another layer so it smooths sure. out all of the lines but even still i mean i hear like how they wouldn't let manila walk with the pad runway and different things and i'm like you are just doing a full yeah. zoom in and yeah I, so I i would say there must be an extra layer because the way they drop the the shorts is very um you could accidentally drop the the undies also yeah. the way they do it yeah um and i know that's not what the show wants but that would that's be a what great the want. exactly that's what the viewers want but the story uh, of the night i think is the canadian pit crew graced us with a big boy yes um that is so rare and it's also so welcoming um see here's the thing yeah sorry i don't want to interrupt you 
Go for it. But I, I'm pretty sure he came in like first or second. Yeah, he was in the first group. He was first. So I was like, oh my gosh, amazing. I don't remember the pit crew in prior episodes, but I'm pretty sure they were there. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, maybe they're going to have like a fully diverse um, array. Yeah. I was like, great. The first one came in. He's a little like thickums. Um, but then literally every other one was the stereotypical pick remember. Sure. And I'm like, I mean, that is, it's almost like hiring one black person in the office. It's right. like, okay, well, clearly you're trying to like, you know, meet a quota or something, but yeah, it I was mean, one have, small step. One, one small step we got. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but, right. Any victory is a victory, but exactly. I was just like, I mean, no, I, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. But let, let's shout out this lovely, lovely pick. Remember their name is Mina Gurgis. Uh, so shout out to them. Um, I like this moment mostly because it is a positive reception and almost everyone on the internet was very open to yeah. us. Yeah, there yeah, were yeah. obviously some people who were not, and you know what, that's going to happen in every situation. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it is hard to be a bigger person in the gay world um, and still find yourself feeling sexy. And he, he made people think he was sexy and that was amazing. Yeah. Um, because when you have all these cute twinks, you just get looked past all the time. Um, and especially in this capacity. Exactly. I mean, it's one thing to be like <laughs> clothed. <laughs> right. But to be in a Speedo, nonetheless, right. is like. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where like I looked him up for research for the podcast and he's actually an actual fucking model, like a hundred thousand yeah. followers on Instagram, like good for him. And I hope this is for going future on drag race that we continue to celebrate all bodies. Literally. Because yeah. yes, we, Drag Race UK and Drag Race America, they're, they're doing fine. But most of those pit crew members are white boys. Yeah. Canada's Drag Race, we had a lot more diversity. And that's a, I think that's a Canada thing. Because even on all the reality shows, it's very diverse. Right. So now having that extra step of a larger model, I'm here for it. Let's, let's, yeah, let's have more. They're starting to look at all of the variables and all exactly. of the and actually making moves to change them which i love exactly yeah so i'm here for it but mini challenge it does it really matter it's guys in their undies it's uh, <laughs> match match the undies uh we've seen it on basically every iteration of the show um not really sure that there were many highlights i think for me my favorite moment was priyanka saying uh, these are all the boys that blocks are on grinder yes. i was like same girl <laughs> same um i relate but as, as i was reading the edit um I knew Jimbo was going to win this challenge. Just okay. the things Jimbo was saying. Uh-huh. And as it was happening, I rem- reminded that in Drag Race UK, Davina won this challenge. And I've been comparing Jimbo and Davina because they look very similar in, when they do their face sometimes. Have okay. we seen Jimbo and Davina in the same room yet? Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, conspiracies. She's trying to get that win. Right? Oh. But I thought it was just very funny. I was like me comparing the two of them and Jimbo ends up winning. I was like, this is just way too funny. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that the old man is the one that wins the challenge. Right. Oh. Yeah. Well, Jimbo wins a VIP stay and culinary experience at the Hilton Toronto. And I'm so glad a Toronto queen did not win this challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like that point when Pearl won the vacation in New York. Right. Oh boy. So the queens must divide into groups of three to form a fashion house and create looks from trash that are cohesive. 
As the winner of the challenge, Jimbo gets to pick the trash can for each team. So Jimbo picks paper for her, Tainomi, and Nalona. Kiara, Rita, and Scarlet get plastic. Lemon, Priyanka, and Boa get metal. Before we move on, um, there is a conspiracy out there discussing that the way the girls were standing is how they were forced to be in their groups. Mm. And some sleuthing, some people on Instagram are saying that Tainomi was looking around and did not want to be a part of this group. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, because, um, I mean, basically, she's no, she doesn't have a real relationship with either of these two. Yeah, and not only that, but um, Al- Alona. Mm-hmm. Alona. Um, she's been flying, uh, according to the judges, she's been flying under the radar. Yeah. I personally disagree. I'm a fan of hers. Sure. Um, especially her looks and her Instagram. But, um, yeah, I don't think, based on the judges' critiques and their view of her, I don't think I would want to be on a team with her either. Yeah, so it was, it's, go back, watch it, see if, if the sleuths are right. I didn't really see what they were seeing, but I well, wasn't paying attention as well. Yeah, some things, um, I definitely have a lot of questions for yeah. certain things with Drag Race, but um, I kind of just, <laughs> I ju- try not to think about it that much or else I'll go crazy. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know any people that were on Drag Race that I could go up to and ask these questions. So sure. until that day happens, I'm just left wondering. One day I'm going to be able to get like an exclusive interview with someone who will actually spill all the tea. I know. Um, I'm yeah. Maybe I'll get Honey back on because um, I think the day she was out of contract, she did um, my live show at Stonewall and she was saying a lot of things she probably shouldn't have been saying. Oh. But um, maybe, maybe one day I'll get her to... Yeah, Spill I, the real tea. I just need it for myself, you know? Like, I'll yeah. sign an NDA. <laughs> Even if it's not a public broadcast, I just want yeah. to know for myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not saying anything, but maybe soon we may know someone who's on a future season. Who knows? Right, who knows? Who knows? Who knows anything anymore? Well, it's revealed that Canadian fashion designer Bedell would be the extra special guest host. Did you know them? I did not. No, I... That's another thing, like, I, my standards are so low for, like, or expectations are so low yeah. for knowing the judges that I'm just like, great. <laughs> What's really interesting is when it came to Drag Race UK, I knew their celebrities more than I know Canadian celebrities. So maybe it's my fault not knowing Canadian pop culture as well. But, like, UK pop culture, I think, somehow it comes over to the U.S. a little more than Canadian does. It's really, really weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I'm also liking, um, I could be making this up, but the past judges for Canada, too, they all have to do with, like, fashion or music or something like that. Yeah, it was a nice mix. Where I feel like um, America's Drag Race, some of the judges are a little suspicious. It's like, who's the new celebrity in town who can come over for an hour? Exactly. So that yeah. I kind of like. So the feedback is actually yeah. educated. Yeah, and I think Bedell was the, the right choice for this um, challenge. Uh-huh. He was the winner of Project 108 Canada season, season one, which was back in 2007. So he's clearly been in the Canadian zeitgeist for a while. Mm-hmm. So the girls go through their dumpsters. Jimbo talks to a pinata because what else does Jimbo do? Uh, Scarlet is pissed because she brought so many beautiful outfits and she has to make outfits out of total crap. Which I could agree with. Yeah. Which dumpster would you have wanted? 
Um, so by looking at the materials people got, I would say the plastic. Yeah, it was so good. It was really useful. Because paper, yes, it's like pliable, but it's so easy to break and rip. Yeah. And I'm like a bull in a china shop. <laughs> but the plastic, even though it's kind of hard to work with, like once you glue it together or somehow sew it together, like it's together. Yeah. Like the odds of it ripping are less likely. Yeah. Well, Priyanka asks for some text advice on how to get the items on her body because <laughs> can't, apparently you can't glue things to your body because we've seen that happen before and that's bad. Right. Lemon knows that she can draw things, but she, can she execute? She needs to show the judges that she's not messy. And this is an important plotline for her. Kiara likes her team because she gets along with Rita and Scarlett. And then we zoom into Scarlett, who is wearing a traffic cone on her head. So I would just like to give a shout out to my friend Ryan because he loves his traffic cones and steals them all the time. Um, Rita began her career as a club kid and is used to creating looks. Um, So Scarlett, Kiara, they will be the glue gun girls. Um, I think it was really interesting to hear Rita was a club kid and see some of the photos from her past. I Okay, so... As soon as they announced the teams, I knew they were going to win. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm kind of rooting for Scarlett Um, and Rita. I think Rita is a very versatile queen from, I mean, from what I've seen so far on the show. Um, I think she's amazing. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was interesting that because she, I don't know how old she is, but she looks. I think she's 32-ish. I think she's around my age. Yeah, so I feel like she's experienced a lot of stuff, and yeah. it's cool to see this uh, background because she doesn't necessarily exude that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Alona says she has a strong sense of fashion. She used to make her own costumes until she had enough money to pay other people to do it for her. <laughs> Good for you, bitch. Tainomi says the same. Uh, Jimbo, though, is a theater costume designer, so she's used to using materials and making it work. Very interesting dynamic between the three of them. Yeah. I'll be honest, you might yell at me. Uh-oh. Um, I'm not a fan of Jimbo anymore. That's fine. That's fine. You I know. To. But um, I, was, I was rooting for um, episode one, and then episode two was not my first time. Yes. That was good, too. But when they did the girl groups, her diva came out. And not only that, but I think you could be a diva if you have the talent and skills to sure. back it up. Like Alyssa Edwards, she could do no wrong. Um, <laughs> but he was, um, she was just not doing it for me. Yeah, and even, it, with it, even with this episode, like, oh no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I will say that I think she has um, gone on the downward trajectory after these two episodes. Yeah. She's not having the same spark that we had from the first two um, episodes of the season. So I, I, I would, I, I agree. I think Jimbo is losing steam and I think Jimbo needs to get something back soon. But I think there was a little bit of redemption in Untucked Jr., but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so Lemon finds Rose Gold and thinks it's sexy. She tells her team that they can't look the same and that they have to be a collection. Now, I'm Which not a fashion... foreshadowing. But, uh, yeah, but I'm not a fashion designer, but I'm pretty sure when you have a collection... They all need to be iterations of one another. Correct. Like they all need to look similar. Correct. But with different silhouettes. Correct. So that when she yeah. said that, I was like, mm, 
I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was, it was, that was an alarm for me. Yeah. Meanwhile, Boa tells us that they're going to do Alexander, Alexander McQueen on a New York runway. And I was like, okay, good luck. Have fun. Yeah. Alona and Tainomi decide they want to gossip about the other girls and says, and say some of the looks are crap. Alona is not having a good edit today. She is not looking good. Um, especially when she calls out Scarlett and says she better know the lip sync. <laughs> yeah. I just Girl. Thought yeah. I don't know. I think it's funny. It is funny, but again, like looking at what happens later on the episode, it's like, watch what you say on reality TV. Yeah. Come back and bite you. Priyanka and her brilliant confessional points out that now that Alona and Scarlett aren't on the same team, the sissies are at it. Alona is totally instigating, and that's not going to look so good later. Um, we then see Alona uh, designing, and they see Jimbo is making some art pop bullshit, as they call it. Um, and as Jimbo calls it, titty cups. And again, shout out to Ryan for titty cups. You know what I'm talking about. Um, those... In, in Jimbo is an interesting human. Yeah. The, the things that come out of their head, I could never imagine myself. Um, yeah. Correct. She's very creative. Yeah. And I think we saw how Jimbo as a singular unit is brilliant. Jimbo as a team player, not so much. Right. And with this competition, you really need to be... Uh, willing to compromise exactly so alona says that she's not sold on any concept but jimbo claims that the silhouettes she likes are tight snatched and then out tainomi is not going to be on the runway yeah that was interesting too i'm so sorry go go, go for it (laughs) um because in the beginning they were like oh do you want to do this like showgirl thing and they all agreed so i was like oh amazing like maybe there isn't that much drama within the groups just because Canada. <laughs> right. Um, but then all of a sudden they, yeah, they pan towards uh, Jimbo doing this sketch. And then all of a sudden she was like, yeah, I don't uh, like it. Yeah, I, I would question and ask the editors, is this actually in sequential order? Because I could see it not being. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Tainomi is not going to go out on the runway without them looking like a brand. Um, there's some friction. So Alona decides it's recycling royalty so Jimbo can wear her crown. Um, when she said that, it was one of those moments where I was like, could you imagine if Jimbo ends up winning the show? That will be the confessional to remember, Jimbo getting to wear her crown. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, foreshadowing. Yeah, so, well, well, we'll see. I mean, there are a <laughs> lot of people who are very high on Jimbo, um, and including that line, I don't know. Just, just yeah. throwing it out there. It's well, time. Okay. It's time for runway with Stacy, um, and we get a back-to-back confessional from Alona. So the previous scene, she's the one talking about Jimbo and the Crown, and then we immediately get into Alona talking about um, being with Stacy McKenzie, and that is terrible editing. It felt really weird. I mean, good for you for noticing that. Yeah, I mean, I watch so much reality TV. That being said, normally in Drag Race proper, that is where a um, commercial break would come in. Uh huh. So maybe they weren't sure if there would be commercials when they created the show, blah, 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 blah. But this was, for me, a weird editing moment. Um, and I've called out a lot of weird editing moments on this show. I think it's been, they've had some questionable moments. <laughs> but we're here with the one, Stacey McKenzie. 
Um, how, how's your runway walk? Are you, do, you, do you find yourself to be a, a supermodel on the runway? You know, I don't know. I don't think so. I was having, um, I did one pageant in February and my friend Kimmy Samani told me because I was practicing my walk with her. She said, I walk very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of having Rita's problem. Sure. Where I would just stop down the runway. I think, I mean, I saw videos of myself after. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I was so nervous because it was in a floor length gown. Sure. Um, and I had never walked in a gown before, let alone in front of hundreds of people. Um, but I think I could do it. I could fake it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, it's hard. Queens. Some of these queens, I'm like, it's like you're walking in heels for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Kimchi. Right. Or Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, and then, and then you have like when you're at a drag show and you have um, a runway contest with all the drunk gays and you're like, oh, why are you better than some actual drag queens? Yeah, literally. Because they probably practice in their spare time. For sure. Or they're queens to be. Yeah. Well, Maison Pipier is first. Tainomi is told she needs more confidence. Jimbo gets guidance that she needs to have her shoulders back, so she says, tits and teeth. Funny Jimbo moment. Um, but it's really, really funny watching Jimbo trying to be fashion because Jimbo is anything but. No, yeah. Or graceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would not, not her. House of Rust is next. Priyanka is told she is thinking too much. And then she decides, okay, fine, I'm turning it out. So Priyanka yeah. did very well. She took direction well. Boa... I'm just going to say she's walking in a sweatshirt and it's so strange. It's too bulky. I get it. What we'll talk about whatever temperature this studio is at. Literally. <laughs> Frozen fucking tundra. Um, but Boa, you're not going to wear something that big. And if you're trying to be taught how to walk a runway, a sweatshirt actually is going to hinder your ability to walk. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm surprised we didn't get Stacy calling that out, but at the same time, Boa's, arc for this episode didn't really matter to the overall story yeah so you can tell that queens are going to be safe exactly like when you think about the episode and you're like oh yeah exactly maison boraga is last it sounds expensive um rita walks too fast and has to slow it down and relax her face so she starts thinking about a hot dog and she lights up what what do you what do you need to think about to light up do you need Um, a hot dog also Probably a hot dog or Annie Ann's um, cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets. Oh, those are good. Those are yummy. Four Wendy's four for four. <laughs> Kiara, um, she's getting her life from Stacy, So this is her model moment. She's feeling her fantasy. Right. It is now elimination day. Scarlett, she says she preferred the first challenge because the materials were easier to use. No shit, Sherlock. That's the whole point of this challenge. Right. It's so reason, silly. Yeah. Rita has decided to shave her head for a club kid look. Wow. Would you ever shave your head for a look or a challenge? No. I would shave yeah. my eyebrows. If no, ever... no, no, I forbid you. No, if I were to ever get on, I take so long to paint that I need all of the time back I can get. And if that sure. means shaving my eyebrows off, so be it. But, but they're so nice. Thank you. I agree. But they grow back. That's fair. That's fair. And the same I wouldn't, thing, once, you, you have good hair. So like keep the hair. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see, I'm, I don't think I would ever run the, walk the runway with a bald head. Sure. Um, so I don't think that I would ever need to. 
Yeah. Well, li- listen, listen. Iconic season one finale. Nicole Anoskoby shaves her head for a reveal. Oh. So like believe me. Yeah, she she went the night before, shaved it all off, and then she was doing an apprentice number, so she was Donald Trump, took oh. the wig off, and it was completely bald. And I was like, oh. what? So we had to deal with bald Nicole for a while. That was scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was terrifying. She's like, yeah, people like it with uh, hair. I was like, no, they don't. No, no, we don't like Bye-bye. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Maison Pipier is spray painting tarp and looking like Looking around the room, Scarlet thinks that their look is the only one that is a full collection. She's right. She's very right. Uh, I agree, minus um, the paper one kind of is, but it's more yeah. of like a set. Yeah. Paper, not necessarily a collection. It's a story. Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Better word. Um, so we start to learn a little bit about Alona's backstory, which was a trigger that she is in Danger Girl. Um, so she came out at age 10 and she had a lot of girlfriends that stuck up for her in school. Um, but she also loved being the school gay because it gave her a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that like very interesting that she came out so young. Yeah. I mean, I guess it all depends on the family you have. Right. I mean, and also she compared to me, she's a lot younger. So her experience is very different. Like if we were the same age, her coming out of 10 would not necessarily have been okay in the world at the time. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I think that's kind of awesome. And again, it's one of those things where later on she'll whine about being representation and she's wearing trash, but she's an important talking point for kids who need to hear that it's okay to be yourself at whatever age you are. Yeah. And I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, um, I feel like sometimes people are, they just don't know how to label it. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, at age 10, that is so young. I know, it's young. I, I mean, I don't even know who I was at age 10. Yeah, I didn't even know gay existed. <laughs> exactly, I, I ag- totally agree. Scarlett, we learned, has some babies at home, and she is the mother of the House of Bobo. Are you in a house? Do you, do you, do you have a house of Um I have a drag mom. I don't, we call her, <laughs> we um, have, a, what do we call it? Um, a boarding home. Because <laughs> my drag mom adopts so many children. Um, uh-huh. Now we have a boarding home. Gotcha. Um, you want to give a know, shout out to your drag mom? Red Rum. There you go. She's iconic. Yes. We learned that there are a lot of Bobos in Ottawa. Uh, Jeanette Bobo was her drag mom and took her in. And we learned that she passed away before Scarlett got on the show. Uh, no one knew that there were health problems when she died, and Jeanette taught her to be a queer person she is today. And I thought this was a really strong moment for Bobo because we haven't really seen anything beside her being very good at drag. Yeah. Or, like, kind of um, rough around the edges. Right. Like, not in her drag, but, like, just her personality. Like, she's exactly. very defensive a lot of the time. Um, yeah. Where, yeah, I thought this was good for her. Yeah, I definitely was like, oh, my God, we're getting Bobo backstory. She's getting a win tonight. She's getting a win tonight. Yeah. Ah, well, <laughs> oh, boy. In addition to that, thinking about the audience, like, it's a good um, lesson for drag moms and drag families. Absolutely. So it's time for the runway. Bedell stomps the runway, and guess what? He's got a tearaway. That was fun. But guess what? Brooklyn, she was not impressed. Did you see her fucking face? She was like scowl. That might just be her face. 
Maybe, maybe she has resting Brooklyn face. Yeah. But and I was like, come on, give a smile. Or do you think you're the only one who, who can do like an incredible reveal like on the runway? Right, right. At least a golf clap. Exactly. No, she had no <laughs> smile. The other two were like grinning and she's just yeah. there. Maybe her wig was on too tight. I don't know. Maybe. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Treasure or Trash. Not to reboot, Treasure or Trash. Okay. So if we like it, it's Treasure. If not, Trash. What we're going to do is we're going to go individually, and then at the end of each house, we'll then discuss the house as a whole. Okay. Because I let the audiences vote on both of that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we're going to start with Scarlet Bobo. Um, I say I love this. I fucking love it. I think Scarlet was robbed. Okay. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think um, yeah, I thought either her or Rita could have won. Yeah, I mean, I love that she loves her short wigs, and for this look, it was kind of perfect. Um, the headpiece with the orange and the red netting paired with um, the tarp very, very well. It yeah. felt very fashion couture for me. Um, yeah. And I think that her post-apocalyptic beat was stunning for this. The only thing that pulled me away was the shoes because they were a little too clean. She didn't okay. do anything to it, but at the same time, are you going to waste your shoes for this challenge? Not a fucking chance. Right. <laughs> but I really fucking love this look on Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I actually one of my have. favorites. Um, I agree. I think she did a lot with the material. Yeah. For me, I'm definitely giving this treasure. For sure. Treasure. Audience, 77% treasure, 23% trash. Okay. Next we have Kiara. Um, so she's deciding to go alien realness, and I'm not in love with this one as much, simply because there's a little too much blue in her look. Uh-huh. Um, I wish she would have transformed the tarp a little bit more, kind of like the other two did, mm-hmm. um, to really tie in the warm colors of the headpiece. I think the incorporation of the silver was also not quite my favorite because it simply was just triangles glued to the tarp. Yeah, it seemed um, very put together. Yeah. Like, um, not in a good way. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and she just sells the garment, but at the end of the day, it just looks like she kind of draped tarp over her. Yeah. She needs more of a shape. Yeah. She's also very tiny, which doesn't help her. Yeah. And speaking of, we have really only seen Kiara do flat chest. And I'm getting quite bored of that. I get it if that's your aesthetic, but I, it, it's again compared to a drag race a drag uh wars queen like you come in wearing whatever you can you're not know what boobs are yet i need a little diversity in her style and um i'm really kind of for the first time siding with jeffrey i'm questioning her taste and style um i disagree with that That's well no, i agree with the style um disagree uh her kind of missing that style or that edge but, um, I mean, Aquaria does it, no chest. Naomi does it, no chest. But so they've also given, given looks where, she do, where they do have chests. Yeah? Yeah, they've, they've definitely done it before. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, no, but, like, that's the thing. It's like you compare, you are a queen like Kiara, and you're getting ready for Drag Race, and you compare yourself to Aquaria, and sure, you think you can get away with it, but there's something that they have, especially even, like, Gigi Good this past season did a lot of flat looks but their looks are so highly elevated to a point where it looks fashion where i don't think here has that yeah yet mm-hmm. um i f- i'm giving this a trash not a fan yeah. of it. 
I agree. It's trash. Well, the audience does not agree with us. They were 75% treasure, 25% trash. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I liked the look or like what she was going for, but yeah, there are some pieces that were um, a little astray. Yeah. Next up, we have Rita Vega. Um, this is Club Kid, and she is here to stay. Uh, she certainly went all out, um, but I still love Scarlet a lot more. The colors, I think, are perfection, with the warm colors complementing the black tarp that she painted. Um, I think the yellow face was very bold and very effective. Um, and she wore the right shoes. Those black boots were right for stomping on that runway. I was yes. a really big fan of this look. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I could say is um, I don't know how tight the corset was, mm -hmm. but it didn't look tight. It didn't. I When I see somebody in a corset, I want to know that they're not breathing. Yeah, I mean, because when and, she did turn around, you, it looked very loose in the back. And yeah, but I mean, she doesn't seem like a big woman. No. no. Um, like the same thing with Lemon. I like her aesthetic uh i like her aesthetic but every time she wears a corset i feel like it's not tied yeah like she's wearing it like it's like a i don't know it's kind of like, like a door a, oh yeah i guess yeah where it's there but it's not doing what of course it does exactly and i say if it's not giving you an hourglass like don't wear it yeah yeah i i, I it, adds, it adds that little bit of like uh, it gives you shape well no i if it's not tied it gives you the sure, no, exactly it, like emphasizes the fact that you're not an hourglass shape exactly um i mean for me this is an absolute treasure i loved it yeah me too treasure. i think it's agreed. 80 80 percent treasure 20 percent trash and going backwards oh my god sorry do you hear the <laughs> um what i didn't like about kiara's either is the makeup was very um very precise which i love it's very artistic but it didn't go with the look not at all like i love rita's and scarlet's because it was like that apocalyptic like um sloppy exaggerated look you know yeah, and I, mean, I feel like yours was too precise yeah i mean let, let's overall talk about the entire house um i do think that they were assisted greatly by the material because it was very very cohesive mm-hmm yeah, I d even though I said Kiara's was trash, like I, yeah. I don't think she brought the team down in any way. Not at all. I, I agree. think compared to compared to both of them, she was the weakest one. But like overall, their team did amazing. Yeah, I think having the same materials really assisted in making it cohesive. And for this particular for sure. challenge, you had a similar color story where you had Bobo wearing warm colors, Kiara was cool, and then Rita kind of was the bridge between. Um, the two as a dominant color being black and it, it, it did work but again you knew this was a house simply because of those headpieces yeah. Um, yeah I think this overall as a house was a treasure same treasure the audience was agreed but they were only 68% treasure 32% trash I was very very surprised by this yeah. I mean, I would love to, I love hearing other people's opinions just to like get their reasoning behind everything. Yeah. Me but too. I mean, it could also just be like a, oh, like, yeah, I didn't really like it. And yeah. then it adds up to whatever percentage. Voting matters. It does. Voting <laughs> matters. All right. Boa. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, the strainer moment was very on brand. 
but that does not save the disaster that this what this look was she literally wrapped herself in silver foil wore a diaper this got far too much praise than it deserved i kind of liked it all right go let's let's find it explain um i love the strainer moment i actually wasn't expecting that like at all exactly i love that (laughs) as a moment and um what i disagreed with brooke saying about the runway is that i disagree like i think all of i like the fact that all of her pieces has that like camp moment Mm -hmm. but also if you think about it if you take those moments away like it's fine like the outfit is still fine on its own like if she didn't open up this well you didn't like the look but um let's go with her um corset look the beautiful corset yeah which i'm pretty sure you also didn't like yeah but that's here nor there let's say you did like it i feel like the little like peak of the the peekaboo of the nipple like it didn't do anything against or for the outfit. Sure, yeah. It was good. Yeah, no, I, again, like that look, I needed a bottom. This look, I needed a top. Like have like a, a some, like give us a, a silver shawl. Yeah. Take it off, reveal the nipples. And then there's a look. It just didn't feel fully complete. Um, I agree. But like I Adele love- said, the vision was there, but the execution wasn't. I think that's the issue with Boa is she is campy. She relies on the camp and she gets the extra pass for it. Yes. Um, I do agree the diaper was rough, and I feel like it could have been done a little better, but um, I love anything flowy. Yeah. So that's like half skirt, whatever you want to call it. Um, I loved, and I liked I liked how it was heavy on the bottom, almost like, um, like a ball gown. Like yeah. the top is very plain because all of the focus is on the bottom. Now, would you like it if it was full around? No, I don't think so. You like because, little peekaboo because she was wearing a bra. If sure. it was um full, like a fully covered, it would make more sense. But I feel like what she was going for was like showing the leg, showing the stomach. Yeah. So, and I think that's what Brooklyn was kind of saying about wanting a mullet dress where you have a very short front and then yeah. it gets long. Yeah. And I just think again, it's the execution that held Boa back. I love that ponytail though. She looked yeah, so good. She looked great. I mean, the, yeah, it was just, it was also weird material to work with. Yeah. Um, I am going to give it trash because I'm just not here for it. That's fine. I'll say treasure. All right. Well, audience went 44% treasure, 56% trash. So kind of okay. mixed, kind of yeah. mixed. Next we have Priyanka. Um, so she says she's the Tin Man's wife and this is basic. And yet I think I kind of like it, but not fully like it. Um, she said she's looking for a new sugar daddy. So Priyanka, call me. Let me know when you want to talk. Um, by putting on silver lining, no pun intended, it did elevate the garment for what it could have been. And I think the addition of the silver paces was necessary. And I think that's maybe what I'm missing out of Kiara. She's not Making taking it, like it in. Yeah, she's not like allowing it to be a look. She's just not wearing boobs. Um... The umbrella, it was there, so she went with it. And I kind of want to say that if she didn't have it, the look would have been incomplete. Yeah, I agree. I thought you were about to say the opposite, like she didn't need it, but no, I no, she needed added. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brooklyn called it a serve, and as Priyanka said, I would say, seriously? <laughs> um, I think 
it was very fashionable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like it was I agree. Um, that futuristic look, which is like, even though it was simple, it was done in such a way, like you said, the detailing, yeah. like she could, like Lemon just had the umbrella, but um, Priyanka added the beads or yeah. whatever it was, the chain, the chains. Yeah. And she lined the dress in that silver, whatever tape it was. Um, and her, I mean, her body is just beautiful. She had the no boobs, which is fine because her padding isn't that extreme. Right. But you could definitely tell that she has a booty. Yeah. And that long I, hair, she was stunning. Yeah, it was stunning. I mean, I think the makeup could have been a little more heightened. Yeah. Um, and, and even throwing a little metal into the makeup would have really brought it all together. But I think she sold it. And at the end of the day, even though I'm, I'm kind of mad on it, I still call it treasure. I, I'm not on the like i'm not on the verge i just think it's judging yeah well <laughs> I, the audience totally disagreed with us one of the worst of the week they went 33 percent treasure 67 percent trash that's wild i know i'm very surprised about that maybe it's because they're tired of me saying this is a priyanka stan account um <laughs> but it is I, I i think it was a good look not the best she's done but it was, but considering it was trash exactly like, you know Next, we have Lemon. I think this is vintage 70s, and I think Lemon kind of looks stunning in this. I like her doing something out of her element. The rose gold works with her skin. I think the jet black hair works with the rose gold. Singularly, it was a good look. We'll get to the house as a whole, though. Um, Bedell thinks she looks beautiful and will take her on a date. Stacey loves the color and style, but was missing the spiciness. And Jeffrey said that from the first design challenge, this was night and day. Again, I think I'm very much on the Priyanka where it is, I lean a little more to the treasure than trash, but it's still not my favorite. Um, that I agree on. I think um, I, I just hate flat hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on everybody. <laughs> well, Lemon loves um, the flat hair. It was, yeah, it was the full share fantasy. Um, I did not like, I don't know, it might not have even been hers, you know, like, to get sure, the continuity sure. between the house, um, I feel like they went for the long black hair. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was, I disagree with them and saying I think it does look a little homemade. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was very, there, I feel like what we watch in the show is not necessarily what they see in, li- in person. Um, but yeah, I think it was it was fine. Like I said, just a tinge over for treasure for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Thirty-seven percent treasure, sixty-three percent trash. So they weren't yeah. feeling it. But House of Rust as a whole, I think aside from the metal, this was not cohesive. Um, you had two queens with umbrellas. The third did not, though. Boa did bring a bo- uh, uh, umbrella out for the house runway. Mm-hmm. Um, you had two queens with silver. The third did not, and then you have. Um, the black hair is the only thing really fully tying them together. Yeah. And um, even like, um, yeah, continue. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, Jeffrey said need, they needed a pop of rose gold and silver for the, the other members to feel cohesive. And for once I agree, Jeffrey, you're right. They, they did not look as a cohesive unit aside from where, using metals. Yeah. And even um, Priyanka's like, she did it besides the umbrella. I don't think there was actually like metal. No, I think whatever material she did use was lucky. 
Yeah. Lucky metal. Lucky object. So even though her and Bubble were both wearing silver, it wasn't even metal. So it wasn't yeah. even two two of them weren't cohesive. Yeah. Um yeah, I think overall as a house they failed the challenge. Yeah, I agree. For me definitely as a house, it's trash. Yeah. Same. Audience went thirty one percent treasure, sixty nine percent trash. So they agree. We're gonna talk now about Alona Verley. It's pink and it's cohesive and works for Alona. I think it's very costumey, but it's a strong costume. Uh, she made it work. It has all the elements of a strong look made of paper because paper is not easy to work with. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did not love was the blue lip. And that's something we'll talk about when we talk about the house as a whole. Um, Bedell liked the femininity of the armor. Brooklyn said she got um, gay pride at the Renaissance Fair, then a runway show. And she thinks she should hang her in a back in her backyard and beat her with a stick. Yeah, that uh, joke did not age well. No, <laughs> not great, not great, not great. Um, I don't know. I'm really on the fence about Alona. And again, when we talk about Tainomi, I think I'll be on, be on the fence as well because it worked. It did look good. It looked, it looked like it was not just thrown together. It, everything was put together properly. Yeah, I love it. Paper is cheap. Paper is cheap. It's going to look cheap no matter what. I disagree with that because okay. um, I feel like when season eight did the reading challenge, mm -hmm. I thought there were some elegant looks in that. Sure. I think, um, yeah. We, but we didn't get, we, uh, at least we didn't see that they had like books in there to make it look like a... Yeah, they didn't have like a surplus of paper. Right. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I... I wish Jimbo um, was also a knight. I feel like it would have saved them so much yeah. if Jimbo was also a knight. Or or go with one knight, go with one queen, and then pick another chess piece. I don't care what you want it to be. Yeah. But it, it, was, it, it didn't read as a full house. It was a story. And we'll, we'll talk about it when we talk about the whole yeah. house. Oh, but... I also didn't like... Um, I think it was just like a circle on their crotch. It mm -hmm. was so weird. I don't really know what it was. Yeah, it was interesting because they had the hoop skirt and it was trying to hide something underneath. Yeah, I wish they just had like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm going to give it a treasure. I liked Lona's look for her. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that for her? Because as a whole... Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so alone... For sure. Yeah, for Alona, I'm giving it a treasure. Same, treasure. 67% agreed, treasure. 33% went trash. Tainomi, like Brooklyn said, same critiques. Um, I think this paired well with Alona. It works. I think the personality is brought out um, because this Wakanda warrior elements were really strong for uh, Tainomi. The blue lips, they can stay here because the blue was with the rest of the look. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn says her hair and makeup were beautiful. Cue the Tainomi breakdown. Um, Brooklyn says the spark in her is missing this whole competition. And Bedell says that she's her his favorite drag queen and show us what you can do. That moment was really rough to watch. Yeah. I mean, I say this all the time. Like, most of the time, I don't know the queens prior to watching any mm -hmm. drag race. But I say all the time, like, your how you do on drag race has nothing to do with Absolutely. how you are as a queen. Yeah. Because Drag Race just asks so much more of you mm -hmm. than what a dra like a typical drag queen needs to do. Right. Like a drag queen in the city, you could be the fiercest drag queen ever, but you might not know how to sing. Yeah. 
and like you could go home on the singing challenge because yeah and and i think what's happened especially with the uh show the main show proper is we had a show that began as a queer version of uh project runway where it was all about fashion and then we kind of moved it over and added a little more comedy and camp to drag race Mm -hmm. and then you have all these queens being able to tour the world in these shows bringing their camp and comedy and music so we add some music elements to the show and we've gotten to this point where drag race is not necessarily looking for what drag queens do but drag race is looking for a pop star or a fashion model yeah and that i don't think is every queen that's put on the show ty nomi is a legend she's known for what she does does that make her a reality show star not necessarily and that's okay yeah it's Um, almost like when people were saying about nina west right again i didn't know her prior to the show but apparently she was like everybody knew her yeah and she was in the bottom the first episode yeah and like that's fine that has nothing to do with what that's what oh my gosh i felt so well i don't want to get ahead of the episode but um yeah i think she looked fierce yeah i, th- I think this was a great look for her again it was for me an absolute treasure same 73 percent treasure 27 percent trash i honestly love 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 them as a pair yep absolutely. i think they did so well with taking because in architecture too we had to do um different iterations of our design to yeah. like test different things. Um, and I love like a, I love a collection because it's so interesting to see. Sure. Um, it really is a true uh, testament to your creativity when you do a collection because they have to look similar, but not so similar that they look like copies. Exactly. And them two together, you could definitely tell they use the same foundation, but yep. they completely made it their own. Absolutely, I agree. Like, Alona has that pastel bubblegum vibe. And then um, uh, Tainomi is just that fierce, like black woman, uh, Wakanda. Uh, It was stunning. Like I could see them as part of King Arthur's Knights of the Round Table. Like they're different, but they're still a unit. Yeah. And then Then we have Jimbo. Jimbo. All right. Listen, this is bold. This is camp. This is Jimbo. She has thought out every detail through the puffs on the shoes to the makeup. I think the crown is very Jimbo. Again, it looked a little cheap, but paper does what it does. Um, Brooklyn says it's impressive, but loses the shape with the belt. Bedell thinks the shoulders look like fabric, but the white face, white contacts, and the white hair, he's getting zombie. And then we have Jeffrey calling out the arms and hands and says that it takes him out of the illusion. Jimbo explains that they get a limited amount of time, but Jeffrey says, use it better, maybe. He's a cunt. Yeah, that I honestly, when I saw that, I was like, <gasps> yeah, that was a lot. I do want to discuss Jeffrey's critique of her being incomplete with the makeup. I believe I read it, some, someone posted on Facebook it was, saying that when Jimbo decided to go the Marie Antoinette route it was customary for the time period to only have white powder on the top and the rest of your body would remain skin tone i was actually thinking the same thing when i was re-watching it today um i was like i'm pretty sure they wouldn't powder their whole body no they would not so however there's I, a drag it's I not theater 
I think it was a little bullshit. Jimbo's excuse. I don't know. I'm just not feeling her anymore. No, I think Jimbo's excuse was an, an unfortunate excuse. If Jimbo wanted to say it was a stylistic choice because of the time period, then I'm here for you. I get it. Saying it's because you ran out of time makes you look like you failed. Yeah. I think um, they just panicked in the moment, which yeah. I probably would have done too. And I mean, that's the easiest excuse, which yeah. is a valid excuse. Like maybe- the, the other reality is the time period they wouldn't wear short sleeves. They would have clothes that would have ruffles at the end and the only thing you would see would be hands. So yeah, it's customary not to have but out of your hands. Also, I don't know. I was just not buying anything Jimbo was selling because A, um, like uh, the guest judge or the guest host. Fidel. Said, um, like why the white eyes? Right, I agree. I, I mean, people know me. I do not like colored contacts. I think it takes yeah. you out. And that's, it's like, I even wrote it down prior to um, the critiques. Like I saw him getting ready and I was like, Jimbo, I'm tired of the white face. Yeah. Because like um, the guest host said, like, are you, like, it was like they were going for a zombie look because of my contacts. And I don't think, yeah, I think the Marie Antoinette was bullshit because the dress was not in the style of no, like exactly. it, it was just like a princess dress, and I think they I just mean, loved yeah. Doing the, the, this was an opportunity to do a beautiful, stunning fashion face. Yeah, and I just and I'm a big. Um, I think makeup's one of the most important parts of yeah, drag because one of the only things that you can't really pay people to do. Exactly. I know people for pageants get their face painted um, by somebody else, but like you could buy costumes, you could yeah. buy wig files, but you're never going to pay somebody to paint your face. So I think a true, like a true queen knows how to paint their face however they want. And the same, honestly, the same thing with wigs, like that wig was a mess. It was, it was, it was a shake and go. And like, even, yeah, I don't know. I was not here for it at all. But so, the outfit was fine. Yeah, I mean, I again, I'm leaning, it wasn't my favorite, but I'm leaning toward the treasure over trash. Yeah, I mean, the outfit, I would say treasure, but the overall package was uh, trash for me. Yeah, well, audience, thir- 73% treasure, 27% trash. They were here for it. Oh. There are a lot of people who love Jimbo, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk I, about I, the, <laughs> the house as a whole. Um, there is a story. I think Queen with Her Knight's a cool story. There is cohesion with the blue lip, which I loathe. I didn't like it because two out of three are focused on pinks and warm colors. And then the blue just throws it completely off. Um, paper is hard. I think it, they just kind of didn't make it look expensive. And that's what I think the judges were looking for for the challenge, for you yeah. to take cheap and make it fabulous. Um, Stacy did say that it was cohesive as a whole. Um... Jeffrey asked who came up with the idea. Jimbo wanted to be a queen and they would be the sexy knights. And Jeffrey wanted Alona to be the queen so she doesn't blend in again. I think this one was really hard because there are moments where I was like, no, I love this. I think this is a cohesive house. And then at the same time, like, I don't like it anymore. Um, I disagree with, I think they were just picking on Alona. Yeah. Because I would say her and Tainomi did exactly, they performed the exact same way. Exactly. So if you could, you know, say that to Tainomi then. 
which yeah. I know women do. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with that. Right. But um, yeah, I wish they were all either queens or all knights. Yeah, I mean, I, they could have all done like Disney princess, like a, a twist on princesses or something. It was just yeah. not perfect. No. But again, compared to the other two houses, this was the middle one, and I still would go treasure over trash. Um, in terms of the challenge, I would say trash because I don't think it's a collection. Sure. But I think overall, yeah, I would say it's more treasure. Yeah. So 65% treasure from the audience, 35% trash. Mm -hmm. Based on the runway presentations, Team Plastic is the winning team. Rita is deemed the winner of the week. She wins $5,000 shopping spree at Fabricland. Team Plastic is safe. I, I think we already mentioned that I think Scarlet, pro in my opinion, was the winner of the week. Um, am I mad that Rita won? No. Kiara, you're lucky you had two superstars next to you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I agree 100%. Yeah. So we're going to jump into probably our longest untucked junior of the season so far because we got a lot of drama. You thought the Boa Bobo shit was bad? This was drama. Yeah. So the tops are excited to win, and they feel good being tops because um, clearly they're all bottoms, except um, Kiki calls herself verse. And it's like, okay, girl, give it another right. year. <laughs> um, Scarlett has been so far from the bottom that her husband would be impressed that she's such a top. I love that line. That was very, very funny. Yeah, they are discussing and they think that metal is in danger and paper will be safe. They think Tainomi will be safe because she's listened to the judges and she had a good look. Boy, were they wrong. Oh, boy. In their defense, I feel like I would have said the same thing. Like I, I mean, think, I did too. Like I think um, they were much more polished than the metal group. Yeah, I agree. So the bottoms walk in and they are just all defeated. There are lots of tears going on. Um, Bobo asks Sissy what's wrong and Alona just goes off. Yeah. Uh, she claims that there are, there are costumes in vogue. What, you, have you picked up a magazine? Funny quote, funny quote. She is throwing a temper tantrum. Um, Jimbo in confessional says she does look like a fucking, a freaking party favor. Shade. Yeah, shade. So Jimbo then decides to say that Jimbo is cold and the temperature is like a frozen tundra. Alona is just not having it. She snaps back and says, put a smile on her, your face. Jimbo then walks away. Alona continues to go off that she doesn't want to hear it from Jimbo when she's probably the top two of the week and she has to pack a suitcase to go home. First off, let's discuss the temperature. I know for when you work on a reality show, you keep the temperature cold because the lights are hot. Especially for this show. You keep the lights hot, you keep the temperature hot, the makeup is going to fade off. So we yeah. keep it cold. I've never seen Drag Race this cold, though. They were freezing. Yeah, and I think even you saw on the main stage, Jimbo was, it was like shaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was like a cold day in Toronto at the day or what, what it was, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are, times, there are times when you see girls in untucked with like blankets on or sure. like part of their costume wrapped around them, Yeah, but th it was never addressed. It's kind of just like whatever, but I guess it was mentioned so many times that 
the editors were like, well, you might as well put it in. And it was one of those things where it wasn't just like one or two of them. Every single one of them yeah. were wrapped up in something. Yeah. Um, so I would love to know what the temperature was in there. Cause I'm, I'm someone who like, I'll keep my AC on at 60 and I'm happy. Same. Um, some people can't do that, but yeah, they, Alona, Alona, ho, 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 ho. I must say though, I feel, I mean, I'm not a very confrontational person, mm-hmm. um, but I see where Alona is coming from. And I sure. kind of, I'm kind of team Alona on this whole okay. battle because the way I see it, the reason she was a knight was because of Jimbo. Sure. Yeah. Because if Jimbo was like, yeah, let's do the Sherbert showgirls or whatever it was called, <laughs> like they would all look the same. They yeah. probably wouldn't be in the bottom because I think they were, they're all um, very creative and very uh, clean when they design mm-hmm. things. So I think they would have been safe. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it was Alona lashing out for a decision that she allowed to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, our dear drag clown is not going to take it and says, well, good, you're the only one we want to hear from and the only one going through it. Alona responds with, eat shit. What a child. What a little child. Um, Jimbo asks why she gets to be the loudest voice in the room and Alona says she doesn't want to hear it. Jimbo says she doesn't want to hear it. So Alona says she's going to shut up because she's respectful. And I say, bullshit, Vivian, bullshit. I don't know. Listen, I think we are very um, in a big disagreement because... Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. Be- and, and I think the editors would disagree with you too because they let Priyanka go off on Alona. Yes. Um, I, okay. Um, <laughs> the second part was when it got a little cringy, but I think that was heavily edited. I think so too. Um, I think there was a lot of editing in this moment to make you... And again, I don't know if they're trying to continue to hype up Jimbo, but they made you want to be on Jimbo's side than Alona being a little whiny baby. Yeah, which <laughs> I thought it was so funny when Jimbo was like, well, I don't want to hear from you. So yeah. what do you have to say about that? I thought yeah. that was so funny and like a good rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I was team Alona because I would be lashing out too because Jimbo was complaining about how it was cold, but like, there are bigger fish to fry right now. Sure. Like, Speaking of people who are crying, um, Tainomi hates that she failed, and Priyanka and the Toronto girls are basically breaking down on her behalf. They're all getting yeah. very upset. Um, but it doesn't matter because Alona jumps in too because this is her life too. She's a drag queen who spent a lot of money. Um, welcome to the Alona show, as Priyanka says. Uh, she spent all this money and she's wearing garbage. I would say... Welcome to Drag Race. This is a challenge. You know it's going to happen. Is it unfair that this is a second design challenge in four episodes? Fully. Don't understand how that happened. But you got you you know, to know what's going to come. But then it all, the tension dies because she's representing for the dumpster divers, which causes the entire room to break out laughing. And she just didn't understand why that was funny. And she kind of got upset that people were laughing at her. Yeah. Um... I also kind of agree when everybody was like protecting Tainomi. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like when everybody knew Shay was going to win Drag Race. So no matter what she did, they were like, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because she's obviously going to win. Yeah. Like, if you look at the report card, I mean, 
Cracker had that issue win. Tainomi was not doing good. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. So it's fine to be like, oh my god, I feel so bad for you. But And if you saw on Instagram, like when she did get eliminated, spoiler, everybody, like they all posted and were like, this has nothing to do with how she is as a drag queen. Blah, blah, exactly. Blah, and I'm like, I mean, I get it. She's an icon, but to have everybody be like defending her like that, it was like weird to me. Yeah, it was. It's almost like they wanted people to accept them and give them an extra click. Yeah, maybe. So, in reference, watch today we get just between us biodegradables, and then bring back our dumpster divas. So we're no more no more animals, but. I applaud them for not sticking to anything uh, specific because Rue would not let them stick to anything specific. Right. Lemon, Priyanka, Jimbo, and Boa are safe. The knights are bottoms. It's going to be Alona versus Tainomi. Do you agree? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I'm not mad at it. Like I think it's valid, and I understand where the judges were coming from. But I don't, I just think they were much more polished than the metal group. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we disagree. I would have put Boa in the bottom immediately. Yeah, I was like, hell no. I, I could see where you're coming from. But at the same time, how would you have picked from Alona and Tainomi? Exactly. That's what I'm like. So it's like you I have to put them could. both. It's, it's like they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think Boa is so, so lucky. Yeah. And honestly, so is Lemon. Mm -hmm. Because if they went by houses, sure. Like, I think it would, I think Priyanka would have been safe. I almost thought she might have won. But yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get into the lip sync, Alona is throwing a temper tantrum and doesn't want to lip sync. Is it because she thinks she's going to lose? Is it because she, her pride is hurt because she's in the bottom? I don't know. But Tainomi, the queen that she is convinces her to do it and the judges tell her to do it because it's a competition and it's important to the community and no one wants to see her give up oof this was not pretty yeah i think um again i don't think it was a temper tantrum mm -hmm. i think it was just like all of the emotions coming out at once um however that i mean now i want nothing to do with her because she gave up Right. I think it was, again, it was a, it was a very unfortunate look. This is going to be something she's remembered for. And I don't think this is what she wants to be remembered for. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many Queens have been on this show between us, the UK and, and Canada and, and Thailand, like everyone who's had to lip sync has gone through emotions before. Alona, you're not alone. Like this is a thing. Or is it an unfortunate situation given the circumstance where you get an, you're going to have to be lip syncing in literal trash. Of course it is, but suck it up and t do the number. Um, yeah. I think it mostly had to do with the fact that she was going against Tainomi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause she thought she would be out of there in a minute because I mean, we'll, we'll discuss this lip sync. It was very tight. It was very close. Yeah. And I think um, what saved Alona was the fact that it was a freaking uh, Avril Lavigne song. Yeah. And Tainomi being in the bottom three times. But yes, the song is Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. First off, excellent song choice. Um, second, the fact that they have to lip sync in these looks is hilarious to me. Yeah. 
Which so honestly, funny. I don't think I think um, Tainomi would have gave it a little harder. But I think what we saw of Alona is what you're going to get from a lip sync of hers. Yeah. To my knowledge, I mean, you know, sure, it has that party trick that they pull out every now and then. But fully, and, I, and that's the thing. Tainomi didn't pull out a party trick this time because I don't think she no. knew she didn't she knew it was either she was going to win on her own or she was gone because there's no more saving a three time bottom. I don't know. I'm uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, so, I have lip syncs, you know? Exactly. I mean, I thought they both brought an incredible energy. I would have potentially considered this to be an, a double save. You know, I'll be, I thought they were going to do that, but I was like, it's too early in the season to be doing yeah. that thing. Um, and, again, and again, if it wasn't, if Tainomi hadn't been in the bottom so many times already, I think it, it's hard to justify, oh, well, we're going to save you again because we love you, Tainomi. Yeah. Um, I think they worked well off of one another. They played off each other. Alona is giving you fun, cutesy, teeny girl realness with a song from a teeny bopper. Yeah. And then Tainomi is full fucking warrior. Yeah. She was fierce. Yeah. Um, I was, as I was watching this and knowing what the song is, and like when we get to that breakdown, I was like, I wanted to pull off the paper and use them as like pom-poms. And then suddenly they had them in their hand. I wanted a little sooner, but I was like, this is so good. This is smart. Yeah. This is smart drag. Pom-pom. Um, it was a good lip sync. It was a very good lip sync. I was actually very impressed with all of the lip syncs so far. Yeah, I think, again, song choice is so important. This was an excellent, excellent song choice. Yes. Um, um, however, if we're going into conspiracies that we all have, yes, I think a conspiracy is that they choose the song based on who's in the bottom. I, the listen, I would love to know the truth behind all this because, like, I did help Honey Davenport get ready for um, Drag Race, helped pack all that stuff. I never asked those questions because, again, I'm not the appropriate time to ask them. Will yeah. I ask them eventually? Sure. I would love to know if at what point they know when the songs are coming. Yes. Because they do get them ahead of time. So it's like, what order do we learn them or whatever? But again, like, let's talk about Drag Race All-Stars for a second. Why did they bring Kennedy in for Fancy? What? Why did they bring Kennedy in to do Fancy? Oh, is that the name of the song? The Reva song? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Especially but, the week before when you had Trixie right there. Well, I don't... Yeah. Trixie also didn't lip sync. No, she right. didn't. But they, oh. she was there. She, they could have had her as an assassin. Um, um, to, to do Fancy? That I would have yeah. her for. But that's no, again, it's like... But I think what? it's because they wanted Cracker to win. Right. Um, I don't know if you had seen um, someone the week before had sent me an article that I guess uh, Michael Musto put out last year and where he interviewed a bunch of queens asking like what songs um, yes. we don't want to hear in a, a was drag like, yeah. And then Kennedy said fancy. There's too many damn words. And that was after filming. Yeah. I've also heard a conspiracy rumor that the editors were incredibly kind to her that she actually didn't know any of the words. I'm so what so we did I... see um and then like what cracker said about um did you know there were so many words i think it was a nod to we're being nice to kennedy but kennedy bombed it and you can't you're not gonna pay kennedy all that money and then make her look like a fucking idiot right but i mean i think it's valid if somebody told that's like somebody coming to me and telling me to learn the lyrics of some like like rap song right like a Nicki minaj full-on like no, it's like it's like vanity. Your lip sync is going to be Bodak Yellow, and you'd be like, "Bye." Yeah, even that, I fuck with that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
it's like, okay, great, I'll perform it, but I'm not going to learn every word. Right. Because am I ever going to need to perform exactly. that? Um, so that was, it, at the end of the day, I think it was a great lip sync. Avril Lavigne, yeah. everyone should get back into Avril, do some more Avril. Uh, maybe, you know what, maybe I'm going to produce a, a digital show It's all Avril Lavigne. I, maybe, I love Avril. But Tainomi, it is time to go. I think it, it was three lip syncs. You were bound to go, but I think the girls crying in the back says everything. She is a legend. She is a star. She's not on a stars yet, but she's a star. Um, And I'm excited to see how next week starts off because no one is going to be able to control themselves. Crying? Yeah. Yeah. I also think, I'm so mad that Alona just didn't, like, just perform. Yeah. Like, it's one thing that, like, I'm thinking of. Like, she just flipped in a minute. Yeah, like it's, um, I was thinking of Jujube versus Raven in All-Stars, I think, when Jujube yeah. like broke down. Yeah. But, th- I mean, this is completely different. She was sure. just like, I can't do it. And, I mean, the fact that the other competitors were like, you got to do it. Right. Like, if I was another competitor, I'd be like, okay, you're done, bye. Right. Like, I mean, that just put a huge, even bigger target on her back. I mean, people are like already complaining that she's unforgettable now she's basically she basically gave up yeah i agree and especially I, with that preview for next week what she may be doing i'm like oh bad choice bad oh, choice yeah next week's session well yeah. i have some burning okay. questions for you okay will drag race affect tainomi's legacy i think it might because uh, the true fans the true fans of dragon the true fans of tainomi i don't think will care sure I'll, real talk, I don't, um, I didn't know Tainomi prior to this. That's um, fair, I, I didn't know much about her either. Okay. Um, but I think because of the fans and the fandom of Drag Race, I think it will. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, because there, there is a history, unless you're like brought back for another season, if you like are below the top eight, it, it's a hard battle to be the star because there are so many queens in the fandom at this point. And that's what, I don't know if it's shady to say, but that's why I felt so bad for Honey. Absolutely. Because yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I mean, every New York queen amongst the whole world knew her and yeah. knows how hard, like, hardworking she is. And the fact that she didn't do the She death. was a victim of a terrible twist. Yeah. I still think Raja should have gone home that episode. Yeah. Oh. And just <laughs> Scarlett, who I loved. Yeah. But yeah. There. yeah. How are you feeling about Jeffrey Boyer Chapman? It seems the fandom is not thrilled with his judging and his presence on the show. Um, I 100% agree. I think they all, okay, so this is a long story, but I guess I like to talk. <laughs> um, so I was the president of my fraternity back in college. And I feel like people would laugh at me when I led meetings because I definitely had my like big boy, like president voice. Sure. And then obviously once the meeting was over, I was like, what's good. Um, (laughs) And I feel like that's what's happening almost with all three of the judges, not necessarily with um, Stacey McKenzie because she's such an icon. Apparently I didn't know her prior to (laughs) this either. Um, But she like has that aura to her and Brooklyn. I mean, she's a queen. She's literally a queen. So she is a little forced because I feel like she has such big shoes to fill, sure. but I think she's doing relatively well. Yeah. But I think Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is 
almost in way over his head and like is trying to overcompensate so much. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of a boy when he puts on his dad's suit. <laughs> like that's what it is. That's really funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't, I feel like I almost, it's so cringy at times. Yeah. I, I mean, we have seen him now twice on drag race regular. Mm-hmm. The first time I think the audience loved him because he was, he is so beautiful and so easy to look at. Um, He's, he's an actor. And as as I said to someone last night, RuPaul is three things. RuPaul is an actor. RuPaul is a drag queen. RuPaul is a model. It takes three to become one RuPaul. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman just happened to be in the drag race family, happened to be Canadian. And that's a big part of why I'm sure he was cast for the show. For sure. Is he the right choice? I would reconsider bringing someone else in next season. Yeah. And I mean, listen, in the 10 years of Drag Race, uh, that's a lie. A 10 year, however many seasons, they yeah. brought in multiple people. So yeah. it's fine. I think there, this is definitely a trial run for Canada yeah. and they'll learn lessons. Because even with um, All Stars, when uh, Jeffrey was on this past season, he was very pushed down our throat that we love Jeffrey. Rue loves Jeffrey, 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 yeah. Jeffrey. And I'm not sure that we want to love Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I think what I love about Rue is Rue is like almost chaotic. Yeah. Like she's wild, which is why when she does those things, like bring back my girls. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost funny because yeah. she's such this weird aura, but like Jeffrey Bora Chapman is some Joe Schmo. He might be a celebrity, but, like, he doesn't have that, like, mystical no. aura. That, it's like, very robotic. Over. It's very yeah. robotic. So I'll be interested to see what we get. But next week, Snatch Game, how many Canadian references do you think we'll get in the celebrities? Um, okay, I was reading an interview somewhere. or watch, I think I was watching a live or something okay. with Brooklyn. And apparently there aren't that many um, Canadian celebrities that they used. Okay, cool. I'm here for it. Because UK Drag Race, I was like, y'all are doing fine, but I don't know half these people. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, we all all know Donald Trump and we know how um, that show loved to um, give Vivian all those fun fucking things that she deserved. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but yeah, I I hope, like, I hope we do get some, if you're going to give us Canadians, give us like Canadians that we know. Yeah. Um, like give us, um, I doubt anyone's going to do Celine Dion after Brooklyn bomb Celine, right. uh, but give, give us Alanis, give us, um, Shania if Twain. you think about it, I don't know, was that, was Drag Race aired when Brooklyn was Celine? Oh yeah, fully. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. My timeline's all off. I <laughs> yeah. They, I believe they filmed this, um, in November. Okay. Yeah. Which is another reason why Brooklyn was not All-Stars. Because she didn't need it. Um, yeah. Final question. Four episodes in. The winner of the season is. I'm. Go- I'm just gonna say. I think. Well, my top three is Priyanka, Scarlett Bobo, and Rita Vega. Okay. I think Rita might win. All right. I mean, she got two wins under her belt. Um, and I don't. I don't just want to be a front runner. I just think she's perfect. Yeah. Like her, she's clean. She might not be the most like fashion forward, sure. but her drag is clean. 
she doesn't, to my knowledge, she doesn't really put up with the bullshit. Like all of the other queens are like, but she's kind of just chilling, doing her own thing. Yeah. But like interjects here and there with like a sassy comment, but we're all gay. So like, that's exactly. We're used to it. I think she's um, very professional and doing what she has to do. She is. She, she is being a, she being the star that she is. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think maybe it's because I stand her and I look at the edit the way I do. Priyanka had a lot of talking heads again this episode. She's very, very, very visible. They want us to love her. But so did Heidi. She could just, That's you know. That's true. It's true. It's very true. But um, Priyanka is so, her drag is also very polished. It is. And she has a clear idea of who she is. Yeah, I, I think if Priyanka to win, were to win i'd be very happy you know at this point if rita were to win i'd be happy as well um but i think just the way they're giving us priyanka the way they're giving it to us Mm -hmm. she's going to be a star no matter what win lose or draw she is going to be the face of canada's drag race yeah i love she's incredible yeah i want to be her best friend like i want to just hang out with her she's that kind of person yeah all right where can we find you on social media you can find me at Vanity Ray, B-A-N-I-T-Y-R-A-Y. And feel free, free to sh- throw out your Venmo if you'd like. My Venmo is the same thing, I believe. You might also get my boy name when you search Vanity Ray, but it should be Vanity Ray. Perfect. Um, yeah, right now I'm doing a Seven Deadly Sins series on my Instagram. At Once I was done with my Pride series, I needed something else to focus on. And yeah. I'm trying to do i'm trying to make looks for every sin that's amazing oh so i've never really sewed before so now i'm teaching myself and executing for the world to see are you going to dress up as a giant sloth from zootopia for sloth maybe <laughs> who knows we'll see I we'll see far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well vanity it was a pleasure chatting with you and i'm sure we'll do it again very soon yes thank you so much for having me on it was such a pleasure the biggest thanks to Vanity for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.